Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is the Financial Times podcast in association with City Index. Two months to escape a mortgage rate rise. Why Halifax and Bank of Ireland borrowers should get off the SVR. Three weeks to decide on a cash ISA, but should you commit for one, three or five years? And even if retirement is years away, why you need to know about annuity options. All this to come in the FT Money Show. I'm Matthew Vincent, and I'll be giving you the financial lowdown in downloadable form with my colleagues from FT Money, Tanya Poli. Hi. Elaine Moore. Hello. And Joe Cumbo. Hello. And our special studio guest, David Black, banking analyst at DeFacto. Hello. Let's start then with the money news. Last Saturday morning, to the annoyance of 850,000 mortgage borrowers and at least three of us on FT Money who had gone to press on Friday night, Halifax confirmed that it is raising its standard variable rate by 0.5 percentage points to 3.99% from May the 1st. Then, rather more conveniently for us, but not for its 100,000 borrowers, Bank of Ireland announced an increase to its SVR on Wednesday. This will happen in two stages. From June, the rate will rise by one percentage point to 3.99%. It will then increase by a further 0.5 percentage points to 4.49% from September. For borrowers who have £200,000 left to repay, these moves will mean that their annual payments go up by around £600 or £1,800. According to mortgage brokers, there are cheaper deals available in the market for both Halifax and Bank of Ireland customers. So, is it time to escape an SVR ASAP, or at least PDQ? Tanya, time to move. I think this definitely what it means is actually it's time to review your mortgage. Um, for obviously customers at Halifax and Bank of Ireland, I mean, these are quite sharp increases that we're seeing. And a lot of people will be able to remortgage elsewhere, um, you know, if they're at 60% LTV or 75% LTV, and even at 85% LTV, there are probably cheaper deals out there than those SVRs they will be moving on to over the summer months. Um, but there's also worthwhile pointing out that actually there's going to be a lot of people on those SVRs who are sitting on those SVRs for a reason, and that's probably because their circumstances might have changed since they took out their mortgage originally and um, you know the common term that we call these people are mortgage prisoners those who've maybe changed job got lower income or in negative equity and actually don't have as many options out there for them to remortgage elsewhere that's the key point isn't it a lot of these people they've come off a fixed rate or a short-term discount or tracker rate they end up on the svr and for you know for quite a long time sitting on the svr hasn't been too bad because svrs have been reasonably affordable 
obviously for some people they'll be actually quite happy um, sitting on their SVR still because you've got some lenders like um, CNG and Nationwide or two which actually um, only charge 2% above bank rate bank of England rate so they're actually sitting on um, SVRs of 2.5% so they're going to be very happy um, they won't want to move and that will actually be the best deal for them in fact, David, I mean, you look at SVRs as, you know, as well as savings rates. Um, this variation, though, is quite wide, isn't it? There is a massive variation. If you're lucky enough to be on the 2.5%, there's little incentive to move until such time as you think base rates are going to start reckoning upwards. But who knows? Um, the average SVR is probably around 47 at the moment. So even with the new Halifax rate, it's still below the average. But there are some, there are quite a few building societies at 5.99 and some even above that. Let's say you are one of the 850,000 Halifax uh, customers affected by this. You, you probably won't take much comfort from the fact that your SVR is a little bit lower than uh, than some out there. You'll be thinking, my repayments are going up. What are my options? And this all comes back to what you were saying earlier, Tanya, about how much equity mm-hmm. you have in your property. In other words, what the loan to value will be if you seek a remortgage and what sort of deals are out there? So um, we actually did an analysis on this for this weekend's um, section so you can find it all in a helpful um, graphic but um, if you're at kind of um, 75% loan to value so you've got 25% equity in your home um, you can definitely definitely find um, better deals elsewhere so you've got a two year fixed rate from Yorkshire Builder Society at 2.89% and that comes with a 495 fee so you'll be obviously saving your monthly payments um, if you if you remortgage onto that product if you want to take a maybe a longer approach because obviously you know in two years time maybe interest rates will at that point start to move up so it might not be the best time to actually come off on another mortgage deal um, Britannia Building Society has a lifetime tracker which is at 2.79% and that comes with no fees whatsoever so that will be saving you even more money. Um, the thing that we need to point out, though, obviously for those people who um, have had the situations and circumstances change, um, Halifax are offering sort of product transfer um, offers for those um, borrowers that are going to be affected by this. These aren't as competitive as obviously other rates in the market, but what it means is that they are offering another deal that sometimes they're slightly cheaper than the um, obviously the SVR they'll be moving on to. And um, with product transfers, um, with internal product transfers, basically the un- the bank won't underwrite um, the deal again. So it doesn't really matter if your circumstances change or say if you're on an interest-only mortgage and you don't have a repayment um, vehicle in place, um, they will basically just let you move on to that product. So it could also be worthwhile actually asking them. But if you are in a good circumstances, then it's definitely worthwhile approaching a broker or looking online because there are definitely going to be cheaper deals. So look for a remortgage, but there is a fallback option if you can't yes, get yeah. one. Last question. I always end our chats with an impossible question for you to answer. Will other lenders follow suit and raise their SVRs, do you think? It's really hard to know. I, I mean, know yeah, what, what we have seen, I mean, obviously um, Halifax um, has be basically brought itself much more in line with the average SVRs in the market. And Bank of Ireland was, I mean, their, their SVR was at 2.99%, which is really quite low. And, you know, it's surprising it had remained so low for so long. Um, so I would say it's unlikely, but you never know. It depends on how much the cost of funding um, drives up the need to actually increase rates. David, thank you, Tanya, as well. And for details of all of those remortgage options, the monthly savings you can make and the fees involved, make sure you read Tanya's article in the money section of this weekend's FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. Still to come on the show, at last, a better deal on your pension income. But can you be sure you're getting the right one? First, though, individual savings accounts, or ISAs. 
If our live web Q&A this week was anything to go by, the popularity of ISAs remains undiminished. 23 million people now have an ISA, and at times on Wednesday it seems as if an awful lot of them had simultaneously logged on to FT.com to ask us difficult questions. But for the three quarters of them who prefer cash ISAs, there is a rather tricky question to address right now. With the Bank of England base rate stuck at 0.5%, can you get an inflation-beating return from a cash ISA without tying up your money for five years? Instant access and one-year ISAs cannot offer this sort of return. So, Elaine... You answered loads of questions in our online chat. Can you answer this question in the podcast? I can give you quite hopeful answers to this question, actually. This week has been a pretty good week for cash ISA savers. So we are right in the middle of the ISA season. And this is when all of the providers come out with their new launches to try and beat the deadline, the 5th of April deadline for this tax year, and uh, get some money into their accounts. And there's been one uh, provider that has raised its head above all the rest, and that's Santander this week. And David Black has come in to chat to us about this. David, I think last time we spoke a couple of weeks ago, Things are looking quite bleak for cash ISAs, but this week has suddenly there's been a renaissance. If you look at um, cash ISAs, now is actually quite a good time because there are some better deals around than there are normally. But I would also make the point that if you're going to open a cash ISA, do it at the beginning of the tax year rather than at the end. If you haven't done it yet, open it now, but then try and do it begin early April as well because then you get an extra get years. all the interest for the whole period the the rate that I was thinking about was this Santander four uh, percent rate that came out for its two-year fixed uh, ISA with this little marketing ploy that if a, a Northern Irish golfer whose name I think I'll get wrong Maury, Rory R- Rory McElroy. McElroy, yes if he world, wins number, world number one okay if he wins a, a major championship, then there'll be a little boost to the rates. It'll be 4.01%. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a one-off hit at 0.1, so you wouldn't get 4.1 for both years. Okay, just for that um, one time. At, at the moment, that is at the top of the pack if you're after a two-year fixed-rate ISA. There is also, I believe, the Cheshire are offering an 18-month fixed one at the same rate, but without the Rory McIlroy bonus. That's 4% for 18 months, which is uh, an amazing deal compared to the rates that we've seen for the last few months. Very much so. And you've been looking at analysis of the past few years, haven't you? And actually rates this year are looking pretty good. Some of them are, yes. It's always variable. But the important thing is if you've already got a cash ISA, have a look and see if it's still competitive. Obviously, if it's a fixed rate one, you're pretty much stuck in it because of penalties if you withdraw your cash. But if you've got a variable one elsewhere, have a look. If it's not competitive, transfer it to somewhere that is. But make sure you transfer it in the correct way, which is find the new provider that you want, fill in their transfer form, and then they will deal with all the correspondence with your previous ISA. There was actually provider. news this week from the Bank of England saying that there's about £100 billion pounds worth of savings in accounts in the UK that are earning no interest at all these old accounts that have just been left and the account and the interest rate has been whittled down to nothing. Well, there, there are a lot of, not not in the ISA world, I can only think of one at the top of my head that pays 0.1 of things that you can open today. There might be some older ones than that, that or obsolete ones that are still paying very low rates. But in, in the non-ISA world, instant easy access accounts, there are loads of them. And so if we look at the ICE rates that are available now, so the Bank of England base rate is still at 0.5%. The expectation is that it'll stay there for perhaps the rest of this year, even next year into 2014. We're not sure. But the fairly uh, positive news is that inflation is coming down. So this means that some of the midterm rates, the two-year, three-year rates, could actually offer the chance to beat rising prices. Is that right? 
Yes, if inflation does stay at its current level or go further, but you can never be quite sure what's going to happen with that, unfortunately. But, I mean, there are some very attractive rates around. Cheshire are just launching one or increasing their easy access rate to 3.35. Santander, again, one-year fixed at 3.5. And for longer-term fixed rates, three years, 4.2 from NatWest, only for transfers in. Four years, 4.2 from Halifax, and Halifax again at five years at 4.5. So the 4.5 rate from Halifax, that's actually less impressive than some of the rates that we saw for five-year fixed cash ISAs uh, a few years ago, isn't it? That well, rate seems to have come down. Last year, you could have got 5%, so it is down a bit, but then so are the markets in general. So that's why maybe these two, three-year fixes are looking some of the most attractive deals in the market at the moment. Given what the economists are saying about when they expect the Bank of England base rate to start increasing, yes, they do. But the trouble with um, economists generally, the sentiment can change very quickly. So just because they're saying that now doesn't mean to say they're right, unfortunately. And are we waiting for any more providers to come out with new rates in the next couple of weeks, or is that it? Oh, there will undoubtedly be others, but some of these rates are going to be quite hard to beat. And if you, if you look at the retail savings market, the the um, large banks and building societies that want to do much in the way of net mortgage lending have really got to concentrate on getting retail funding through the door. And I've even spoken to a number of large brokers who have said that they're being asked to introduce savings funds to the to the banks and building societies, which is quite an unusual step. But with that in mind, if you are proactive as a saver and don't stay with the same account forever in a day, you can take advantage of that and things like introductory bonuses, and it's worth moving around. Sounds like good news for, for ISA savers. David, thank you. Uh, Elaine, thank you as well. And for more details of the interest rates offered on two- and three-year cash ISAs and indeed that 18-month deal, make sure you read Elaine's article in the money section of this weekend's FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. And finally today, pension income. This week, the pensions industry launched a major reform to ensure millions more pensioners get a better deal on their savings. Under a new code of conduct, providers will have to give people who are retiring more help to secure the highest possible income from an annuity. Currently, a third of those retiring do not shop around for the best annuity. They simply accept the rate that's offered to them by their existing pension provider. But the new code will prevent providers from pushing their own annuity products and make them point savers in the direction of the best deal in the marketplace. Joe, Lots of people have been campaigning for these changes for quite a while. Uh, It's got to be good news, hasn't it? Yes. um, Only last month, uh, a report by the National Association of Pension Funds said about £1 billion a year is not being taken up in retirement income by the half a million who are retiring because they don't know that they can get a better deal by shopping around. Some of the reasons why people aren't shopping around, the majority are staying with their, their insurer, is that they don't know about their right to shop around and and there are lots of obstacles in place currently for for them to get advice and to find a better deal. And, well, they don't know about uh, the opportunity to shop around basically because their pension providers don't have any interest in telling them. They want to keep their money. Well, what we've been finding is that um, there's been practices such as application forms for an existing provider. We'll send that out with their retirement pack so someone who's finding it difficult to shop around is sending that form back without getting quotes for their income from elsewhere. But also the right to shop around hasn't really been highlighted. It's not, And people aren't told about enhanced annuities, which 
which can offer higher income for people with very common medical conditions, diabetes, asthma, etc., and even for smokers. But currently, they're not told when that, when that information is sent to them about the retirement pack that, that, that there is a possibility, and even the next stage of finding more advice about what their options might be is not included. But under the code released this week by the Association of British Insurers, from you know, we should see some changes to the information sent to, to people by their insurer. Yes, and, and the, the uplift in income you can get from these enhanced annuities, I mean, you've written about several times. Yes. So it's really quite significant, aren't yes, they? Yes, it is. I mean, commonly it's sort of the 40% figure is quoted um, that for, for uplifts, for, for asthma, for diabetes, to even more serious conditions such as a history of cancer, etc. So it's worthwhile getting a quote if you have any of those conditions or even if you smoke. And in terms of the advice that's available uh, on annuity purchase. Um, will these reforms uh, affect that? Are, are there still questionable practices in terms of the advice that's given? Well, what happens is that when people do get to the point of retirement, they centre a retirement pack, um, and what has been identified as a weakness in the whole system is that people are left bewildered and they, they find it too complex to sort of understand what an annuity does or their best choices. There is nothing at the moment that makes getting advice, the default option, what this code will do is push and nudge people towards getting advice. They'll be signposted towards brokers, which is um, a step forward. But really what people need and should be doing is getting advice, particularly if they've got bigger pots, about what their options might be. And that means going to an independent financial advisor who can give you whole-of-market quotes, not just simply a few quotes, but the whole-of-market, because there are some providers who are just generally not interested in in business and they won't provide competitive quotes for you. and we've seen other um, other organisations um, offering help with annuity purchase. So I, I think you you spotted earlier uh, the fact that Nationwide has has gone into this uh, annuity market and is offering a choice of products from the open market. Is that a good thing? Well, it's it is. I think it's a very good thing that people are getting uh, more access. On the high street, it's a lot easier. You can walk into a branch and speak to an advisor. You can go online. It's a you know it's a face that people might know because it's a high street, uh, the, the country's biggest uh, building society. But what you need to be aware of when you do get advice is that not all advisors will have whole of market, so they won't be returning quotes to you from everyone who operates. It might be a restricted panel, which is the case with Nationwide. They do take commission. Even if you don't get advice, they will take commission of between 0.8 and 3% as well. And when you're in a branch, you might, you, you know, you could be cross-sold other products. So just be prepared to be sold, um, perhaps even savings or investment products while you're in branch. So really make sure you are getting the best from the open market, That's the whole right. of the market. That's whole of market. Joe. Very good advice. Thank you very much uh, indeed for that. And for more details of this new code of conduct and the improved pension income that it could bring, uh, you can read Joe's article in the money section of this weekend's FT. That's all we have time for in this week's FT Money Show. Remember, you'll find all of these articles plus daily news updates, blog posts and top tips on our website, ft.com forward slash money. You can follow our tweets at twitter.com forward slash FT money. If you'd like to ask us a question about any aspect of your finance, Finances, you can email us. The address is ask at ft.com. And remember, you can read that online ISA Q&A anytime you like at ft.com forward slash ISAQ ampersand A. So 
forward slash ISA Q&A, basically with an ampersand. Uh, you'll find that on the website. Next week, we will bring you another financial lowdown in downloadable form. But until then, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Joe, Elaine, Tanya, and our special guest, David Black from DeFacto. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. This is the Financial Times podcast in association with City Index. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code MOM.